0: It's WNYC's Financial 411, our take on the economic news of the day. The unemployment rate in New York dropped last month as private employers continue to hire more people. In the city, it's now 8.6%. So even though the jobs numbers tell us more people are finding work, not all job seekers are being treated equally in our economic recovery. Men, who lost the majority of jobs during the recession, are finding jobs at a faster rate than women. Rana Faruhar, Time Magazine's business editor, thinks it's a trend that doesn't have staying power. Rana, welcome to the 411. For having me. In your story, is this the end of the man session? I love that word. <laughs> you say that the numbers show men have benefited most from the recent job growth, but you think it's too early to conclude that men are back. Why?
1: I do. Well, I think you have to remember why men lost most of the jobs in the recession to begin with, and that's because the recession uh, hit a couple of industries hardest, manufacturing across the board, and also financial services, and those are areas that employ men disproportionately. So now that we're in the recovery, these two Industries are, of course, picking back up fast as having had the deepest cuts. Um, one in six jobs, for example, that's been created since the beginning of 2010 are in manufacturing. So it's natural that men are going to get most of those.
0: In recent months, it's the government that's been cutting jobs, and many of those people who are getting pink slips are women. That's if true. States and cities like New York, for example, cut. Education. Could we see women losing jobs in the recovery as men find jobs?
1: Well, yes, you absolutely can. You, you will see that. Um, the, the public um, crisis, really, the employment that's going on right now is going to affect women disproportionately. But as I say in my piece, I think that there are larger global factors that are still going to favor them. The first and most important thing is that women are going to earn the majority of the world's new income in the, in the next 10 years, some $5 trillion. Um, banks like Goldman Sachs and Merrill Lynch are actually upgrading and downgrading entire industry sectors based on how much of that female spend they're going to capture. And if you think about the fact that women are going to be buying most of the stuff out there in the next 10 years, and they already make most of the purchasing decisions, you can bet that the people running companies are going to want to hire women that understand these markets and understand the female consumer.
0: That's Rana Faruhar. She's the business editor for Time Magazine. What about college graduates? What are their prospects for collecting their first paychecks now that they've collected their diplomas? The New York Times economics blog co-editor Catherine Rampell took a look and in her story on the subject uses words like humbling and bleak. Catherine, welcome to the 411. Great to be here. So I am graduating as I did in 1986 with my BA in Austro-Hungarian history. What are my Mm -hmm. prospects for getting a job?
2: Not very good. I didn't think so. (laughs) Um, You know, in general, the job market for recent college grads who are supposed to be the most protected from recessions is is quite disappointing. But it's even worse if you look at specific majors. So across um, all majors, uh, about three-quarters of of, uh, recent grads have jobs but only about half of them have a job that actually requires a college degree.
1: You,
0: you noticed, though, several other trends, uh, fewer jobs and also lower salaries. Tell me about that.
2: There was a report that came out yesterday from Rutgers, and it looked at the starting salary of people who graduated in 2006 through 2008 and people who graduated in the last two years, 09 and 2010. And it found that the starting salary was 10 percent lower for people who graduated in the last two years. And that's before adjusting for inflation.
0: And why is that? What's behind that trend?
2: To some extent, it's the composition of the jobs that, that people are taking. In the last couple of years, there have been fewer people who have been able to get jobs that require a college degree. And those jobs tend to be higher paying. Um, and to some extent, it's that employers figure, well, you know what, there's a huge glut of labor out there. I can start paying less for the same job that I, that I would have paid a few years ago when the economy was booming and it was really hard to find workers.
0: The bad time right now for grads has reinvigorated the perennial question, is a college education worth it? The
2: I would say is that you go to college for a lot of reasons besides getting a better job. If you look at these um, recent graduates who are surveyed by Rutgers about whether they regretted going to school, the vast majority of them said no. They said that their, their college degree still puts them in a better position in the labor market. They think it was worth it. They think they're prepared to have a good career. Um, And that's borne out by the numbers. The more education you have, the more protected you are from unemployment. And that is certainly true of college graduates. College graduates have much lower unemployment rates than people who um, either just have a high school degree or dropped out of high school. You know, you, you do incur a lot of debt from going to college, but at least statistically speaking, your skills are likely to be more in demand.
0: Catherine Rampell is an economics reporter for The New York Times. Thanks for joining us on The 411. Thank you. Investor optimism over initial public offerings following LinkedIn's strong showing yesterday on its first day of trading helped boost the market today. The Dow rose 45 points to 12,605. This is WNYC.